Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky, over-the-counter, or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hoppe with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Layla Weighs In. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist here in private practice and working with Dr. Ronald Hoffman at 635 Madison Avenue. That's between 59th and 60th Street on the 14th floor. If you'd like to make an appointment, I'm available in person via telehealth, telephone, Call the office and talk to Liz, 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I've got an email here from Tamora talking about gut health uh, and mental issues. Dear Layla, I was in total agreement with your recent podcast, The Gut-Brain Connection. And Tamora goes into... Uh, some things that happened with her gut and the subsequent issues that arose uh, after a trip to Cancun in May 2018, which took her quite a bit of time, apparently, to get over. But I'm really, really glad you did. And it took a lot of cleanup of the gut. Uh, She was under the care of a naturopath that had her go on an elimination diet There were herbal cleanses, there were digestive enzymes, there was glutamine, all kinds of things. A really, really comprehensive plan to help Tamora get over the issues that, you know, she might have picked up on her trip to Cancun because apparently she was fine before then and it was after that trip that, you know, stuff was starting to happen. Tomorrow, I'm glad you're feeling better. But here, here's, here's Tammy's question. She says, in my garden this year, I'm growing Tulsi basil, Roman chamomile, and lemon balm. I don't have problems going to sleep, but I often wake up between 4 and 5 a.m. And I can't go back to sleep. I go to bed around 10 p.m. I would like my eight hours of sleep. I'm harvesting and keeping them separately in large canning jars. I'm taking a small pinch of each to brew a tea. My question, is the effect cumulative or more immediate for calming? I would like to drink the tea long enough before evening that I don't have to get up 
in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom to pee. In all other ways, my sleep hygiene is good. I just can't sleep as long as I should. Any suggestions would be helpful. I'll be listening to your podcast for the answer. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Tammy, you're 61. You say that you're in the best physical condition of your life. You work out at a small gym in a small group. Hit classes, that's high-intensity interval training classes, and often beating all the others in class competitions except for the 20-year-old gal. Hey, that's okay. That's fantastic, Tammy. I had a good diet. We eat elk, salmon. We grow lots of veggies on our one-acre property. That is absolutely wonderful. And I want to say first thing, that if you're going to bed at 10 and you're waking up at 4, you've already gotten, or between 4 and 5, remember that the magic number or the window of hours of sleep for most healthy adults is between 6 and 8 hours. You're hitting 6 to 7 right there. If you're going to bed at 10 and waking up between 4 and 5, and then you say that you can't go back to sleep. It could be that you're done sleeping. It could simply be that. If you're concerned that you're waking up too early, you know, go to bed at 10.30, maybe. Uh, European natural medicine states that our most restorative sleep does occur between 11 p.m. and about 2 a.m. So it's best for all of us to be sleeping by 11. Maybe if you have no trouble falling asleep and you pretty much fall asleep when you go to bed. Maybe you're going to go to bed at 11 and then you're going to wake up around, you know, 6, between 5 and 6. It could be that you're done sleeping. Pay attention not so much to the hours that you're supposed to get. We don't all have to be married to that 8-hour number. I'll tell you, I'm not an 8-hour sleeper. I'm more float uh, between... Mm, five and a half and seven. And I'll tell you what, if I'm eating more carbohydrate than I usually do, I require the seven. But, you know, if I'm watching all that, uh, typically six, six and a half, that does it. And the point is, are you waking up rested, refreshed, ready to start the day? That's the most important thing. And another thing for many people who complain that they don't get enough sleep during the night. And Tammy, I believe that you may be getting enough sleep. But see how you feel. Instead of have that number eight number, you know, that that, that should be a goal. It's not. It doesn't have to be. It's between six and eight. So go go with that. That's what I would say to you. Now, many people who really have trouble sleeping, uh, it could be that they're taking a nap in the middle of the afternoon. And I'm not talking about that 20-minute power nap, that 20-minute cat nap, which is good for most people. But when that nap is lasting 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, now you're going into a full sleep cycle. A full sleep cycle is approximately 90 minutes. And most of us adults have four to five sleep cycles a night. That's the six to eight hours that I'm talking about. This rule does not apply to children and adolescents. They need more sleep. They need more hours of sleep. I'm talking about 
healthy adults. So four to five sleep cycles a night. Each sleep cycle is about 90 minutes. And really that's what you pretty much pay attention to. If your nap is longer than 20 minutes in the afternoon, that could be why your sleep is fractured or broken during the night. You may have no trouble falling back to sleep at your bedtime, but you may be getting up too often during the night. Maybe you're waking up at 2 and you're waking up again at 3.30 and you're waking up again at, you know, that's a fractured sleep. There could be other reasons why you're waking up uh, too often during the night. Is your bedroom too warm? You want a cool bedroom. I know it's August. I know it's the end of August. However, uh, it's still warm. And the ideal temperature for sleeping is between 60 and 68 degrees Fahrenheit. If you need to crank up the AC, lower the thermostat, do so. It can help keep you sleeping longer. You should not have any electronic devices in the bedroom. Nothing should be blinking at you. Your digital clock should not, you should not be looking at, turn it away from you. There should be no light coming through the windows, including moonlight. What you, you want to make the room as black as pitch. You know, keep that nightlight on in the bathroom or on the pathway to the bathroom so that when you do get up, you've got a little motion detector light, you know, that will come on to, uh, to light your pathway. Certainly, I don't want anybody falling down and getting hurt. So if you do sleep okay with a very small nightlight in the bedroom, go for that. And if you, and if you feel safer doing that, I always want you to feel safe. Go with that. But I'm just telling you about the reasons for not sleeping well at night. Caffeine is a huge one. And for all of you dark chocolate fans, sorry. If you're having your bit of dessert after dinner with beautiful 85 90% dark chocolate, even that little square and not more. But I'm only having a little square, Layla, not more than that. That little hit of caffeine can still keep you awake, believe it or not. And for those of you who are very slow metabolizers of caffeine, it may be in your best interest to only drink decaf, decaf coffee, decaf tea. And for those of you who are caffeine drinkers, you know, only have it at breakfast. Some of you look for that get up and go in the morning. That's okay. Have it at breakfast, but don't have it later. If, you're, if you love the flavor of coffee, I know Dr. Hoffman does, he drinks organic decaf coffee. And you can too. <laughs> Switch over to decaf the whole rest of the day. That's the thing to do so that it doesn't interfere with your sleep. That could be a way to go. So Tammy, I love that you're growing so many vegetables and all these beautiful herbs in your garden. And you know, the pinches of these herbs that you're taking, it's probably more immediate for calming, although it can have different effects for different people. For some people, it can feel cumulative. It depends on how well they process it, the way they detox it. There are a lot of factors here. So it's hard to say. So my suggestion to you, and you're a very, very healthy 61-year-old lady, kudos to you. Fantastic. It could be that you don't need the eight hours. You know, see how you feel in the morning. Everybody's a little different. And I thank you for your question. And for those of you who want to email me questions or topics of interest, that's radioprogram at AOL.com. That is radioprogram at 
AOL.com. I've got another question here from Marianne. Hi, Layla. I'm a listener from Maryland, and I've got, I've got some questions that I hope you can address on an upcoming episode of your podcast. I had a consultation with an integrative medicine practice who recommended some various testing. Uh, they recommended a comprehensive functional blood chemistry. They, they recommended adrenal stress tests and organic acid test, all of that. And Marianne says, my questions are, what should be included in a comprehensive functional blood chemistry test? He went over what he recommended testing for, but too quickly for me to remember. Marianne, I will tell you this. Not everybody gets the same testing. And your functional medicine doctor did a complete assessment with you, on you, and determined that you need the following testing. If you're not remembering what they told you, call them back. They will explain. Good integrative and functional medicine doctors do that. They give you the time. It's not a seven to 10 minute visit that you might have with your mainstream primary care doctor or internist who is mainstream medicine and not integrative, not functional, right? Go back and ask them. She asks also, are adrenal stress and organic acid testing accurate and worth the money? My opinion, yes. I've gotten a lot of revelation from patients, organic acid testing, adrenal stress tests, because it determines how your adrenals are doing and how all those other functional medicine labs, what they are revealing about your biochemistry. So this is important. And Marianne, I would say to you, because there are other questions you're asking me that I don't want to talk about on podcast here, because um, I would say any testing that you're having done with your integrative medicine doctor, go follow up with them for their interpretation. That is really the best way to go because they may have a unique take in their interpretation of these tests that they've ordered specifically for you. And they are specific to you, Marianne, because you came in as a patient presenting with certain complaints, certain concerns, certain symptoms, maybe certain medical conditions or certain objectives for optimization of your health. And based on all of that and taking a really comprehensive health history from you and all of that, I'm sure if you were with an integrative doctor, you sat down with him for about an hour first visit. And I say at least an hour really, because that's how comprehensive that visit is. Because in integrative medicine, we're not just treating your symptoms, you know, what you come in presenting with. I have this ache, this pain, this problem, this symptom, what's going on? We're not just treating the symptoms. We are looking for the root cause. And why did this happen? What were the antecedents to this occurring in you? All of that. What is your story? What is your story? Who you are? What happened in your life leading up 
to this medical crisis, if it was a crisis or some other kind of presentation, that you're now seeking the help of an integrative doctor. I would urge you, I would encourage you to follow up with the doctor who did all of this testing to get the most out of your visit. I mean, Dr. Hoffman and I practice integrative medicine and nutrition. This is what we do. The visits are comprehensive. Uh, they are very, very detailed. And we spend a lot of time with you. Marianne, I would urge you to follow up with the doctor that you followed up with. That would be the way to go, in my opinion. Now, certainly I would say to anyone, if you didn't like the doctor or you didn't have a good rapport or, or you don't want to go back and see them, of course, that's up to you. You make that determination on your own, of course. But Marianne, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for that very thoughtful question. I've got a third question here from Wendy. Hi, Layla. I've heard, I've learned so much from your podcast. Thank you. Hi, Wendy. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm, gl I'm glad you're able to get something out of these. That is always my imperative is to bring you, bring you things that I'm compelled to tell you and to take your questions. I love your questions. Again, radio program at AOL.com. Wendy says, I have a question about MCV on a blood test that I just had. An MCV is mean corpuscular volume. That's on a complete blood count. That's CBC that your doctor would normally do. I'm speaking to everyone now. They would typically do a comprehensive metabolic panel and a CBC. A CBC is a complete blood count. And on that complete blood count is included an MCV test, which stands for mean corpuscular volume. Okay. So Wendy says, I had an annual checkup and my MCV in my CBC was slightly elevated. The normal range is between 79 and 98 and mine was 99.5. My doctor said to test it again at six months or a year. I eat mostly vegetarian, but eat six ounces wild salmon daily and 12 ounces of organic yogurt daily. Fabulous, Wendy. You're, you're a good, you're a good pesque lacto vegetarian. Wendy says, I also take vitamin with B12. So I don't know if it's a deficiency or if I'm absorbing B12. How can I raise it naturally? Are there certain foods to eliminate? Are there certain foods I should eat? Why is it important? My doctor didn't seem concerned and couldn't explain nutritional standpoint. I like all my numbers to be in range and I want to know. Wendy, I want to tell you right now that I absolutely agree with your doctor. The normal range is between 79 and 98 and yours was 99.5. I would bet you that if you got it checked again in a few months, that that 99.5 number may change. It may go down or it may go up. You're a, you're a pretty good vegetarian because you're eating fish and you're having organic dairy and that's fine. Now, what I would recommend the next time you see your doctor, which may explain why your MCV might be, might be a little up, check your B12 numbers, check your folate because MCV goes up 
with a particular anemia called megaloblastic anemia due to folate or B12 deficiency. There are other reasons that MCV may be higher, but we're talking about other medical conditions, and if you've got other normal blood tests, that is not present in you, and your doctor would know. Your doctor would know. So it could be because you're more vegetarian than not, and I'm glad you're taking that B12, but it's a good idea next time you see your doctor to have those repeat blood tests, also request a B12 blood test. And another uh, a, a cross B12 blood test is called MMA, methylmalonic acid. Methylmalonic acid is high if your B12 is low. It's antagonistic. But if you want a true picture of your B12, get a blood test for B12 and an MMA, methylmalonic acid. And your doctor should then go over those tests with you. Okay, I want to thank you for your question. So, Wendy, Tammy, Marianne, thank you for your very, very thoughtful questions. And again, it's radio program at AOL.com. That's radio program at AOL.com. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. Did you know that olive oil is at its peak of flavor and nutrition right after it's fresh pressed at harvest time? That's why my favorite olive oil is delivered to me direct from the latest harvest, thanks to the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and as a listener of Intelligent Medicine, you can try a bottle of their finest artisanal olive oil, normally $39, for just $1 with no obligation to buy anything else. I've been enjoying these harvest fresh olive oils for years. They are far and away the brightest, most lively, and flavorful olive oils I've ever tasted. Their antioxidants and polyphenols are off the charts because they're fresh from the harvest. They make store-bought olive oils taste dull and flat by comparison. Taste for yourself. Check out this generous trial offer and get your $39 bottle for a buck with no obligation to buy anything else. Visit MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. In my case, it truly is. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com myfavoriteoliveoil.com. This is Layla Mudin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212 212- Seven seven nine one seven four four. That's two one two seven seven nine one seven four four. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.